place and you can build momentum and be right on the business owner in a new area. Now, I'm talking about because this isn't just going to be like one size fits all for people who just moved to a new area. This is great because we are going into 2023. So, if you are a revenue crew in a new area, this is going to help you a ton. But also, if you have a team and you are thinking about possibly expanding into a new location, this is going to help you as well. But most of all, if you took a break during uh, the holiday time, this is also going to be like a great refresher on how you can start getting some momentum behind the scenes. Hello, thank you for having on. So, like I said, that's what we're going to talk for today. And this is something that I have uh, personal experience in because if you are new here, hello, friends. If you are new here and you don't know, I have a writing team and I have freelancers in four states. Now, in order for me to expand my writing business in a few locations, I have to do the same tips that I'm going to give you today. So, if you don't already have a notebook, I have my notes down here right here. Um, but definitely, it's going to help you tremendously. So, like I said, I have some experience in you know expanding my business as a team owner, but before I became a team owner, I really had to establish myself in my hometown of Charleston, South Carolina, and I was able from 2013 to 2018, I had a career where I had already made connections, and I already had you know great clientele, right? So since I moved, there's one main thing that I had to focus on in order to really get my foot in the door, um, and I'm going to give it to you both angles if you are new in an area, like you just moved, or if you've already been in that area, and you're just trying to regain some, you know, some acceleration in your business, right? So I'm going to give it to you both ways. The first way is if you've already moved, the first thing that you want to focus on is community. Community is the reason why I was able to move from Charleston to where we are now because of connections through the DM, through Instagram message, right? So this is going to be like a full-on Instagram training, but this is going to be mostly focused around how you can utilize Instagram, one, because it is a free platform, and this is also going to be great if you feel like you are an introvert. I'm an introvert, extrovert, so these tips are going to be helpful for you. So I focus on community. So once I move, um, what this looks like is you know, really trying to you know build up my no like the trust factor as a new artist in a new area because let's be real, they don't know you. They have no idea who you are. So you have to reestablish yourself and really, um, you know, hit the, uh, hit the ground running when you're in a new area. So I'm going to give you some tips that you can do um, quarterly um, if you are going to be in my December 28th workshop. But if you're not going to be in my December 28th workshop, here's what that would look like. You would sit down, you would have a notebook for yourself, and you would just go on social media. You would type in your local hashtag, and you're going to be finding some people. Now, how you find these people, what you say, and how you actually, you know, push through to the strategy, that's a whole other conversation because it's customizable to who your ideal clients are going to be. So connecting with people who have the same ideal client, you want to be very intentional. One thing that I did when I uh, was still solo before I even thought about moving was I connected with people who I outgrew, right? And what I mean by this is, you know, when you're new, your rates are maybe like a little bit newer, but you're also connecting with bridal beauty, uh, not bridal beauty, uh, but like wedding planners as well as photographers, maybe even some venues. And sometimes when you grow, you increase your prices, you increase your, your branding, you elevate how you're showing up online. Some of those people, those photographers and planners, their ideal client might be the same as your elevates, right? As your prices elevate, right? So this is what I want you to think about. So that's number one. You want to focus on community. Now, I was talking about what I did when I moved into that area, but if you are already in that area and you want to gain back some momentum, um, you can still use the strategy. Still connect with people. Um, still reach out. Still be very specific in understanding what type of ideal client you want to have in that new area so that you can connect with the right people. And the main reason why you want to do this is because people think that old school marketing is dead. And it's not. What you want to do is you want to keep your marketing relevant by still doing those old school marketing. No, they're all not dead, y'all. They're all not dead. But still doing those old school marketing, but in an elevated way that is up to date, right? And this is why I love utilizing that because free, you have a free platform. You can literally just send messages 
all day if you want. Um, and this is how you're going to grow fast. Because if you are the only person who is marketing your business, you're marketing your little heart out, but you don't have 20 people, 30 people, 40, 50, 60 people who are also recommending you to their clients, then it's going to feel very hard. And a one woman, a one man show can only go so far. So you need community behind you, right? So that's number one. Number two is you want to start turning those people who you've now connected with into your brand ambassadors. And I'm going to tell you exactly how you can do this. But so I was able to move from my hometown. I went to that area. Um, I focused on building up community around my brand. And then what I actually did, this was in 2013 when I moved. And what I actually did was that year of like 2019 going into a whole new year, um, I was struggling y'all i was struggling with trying to balance out my calendar because now my business has moved from south carolina to now servicing north carolina as well so this is when we were just servicing two states so i had to really balance my calendar on how can i service my north carolina brides how can i service my south carolina brides in a way that doesn't burn me out so sadly <laughs> throughout 2019 even though business was great i didn't really have a lot of time to go out in the local area um, connect with bridal shops um go to different network marketing events or not network marketing but like those marketing events where you have other um, people who are in the area I didn't have at that time, to be honest with you, um, because I was still learning how to shift my calendar between servicing two areas. So what I ended up doing was I still focused on, number one, you know, building the community around my brand, but what I wanted to do is I actually wanted to turn those people who were looking at my brand, like, okay, who's this person who's reaching out to me, and actually turning in, into a brand ambassador for me. And the way that you do this is after you connect, give them something of value to look at. You can't connect and want somebody to help you, you know, refer clients to your brand that you're new in the area. They have no idea who you are, right? So when you start to focus on how you can actually give them something of value to look at so that they, like, without a shadow of a doubt, even though they don't know you and all you did was send them a DM message, now they know, okay, this person is credible. This person is an expert. This person, I feel 100% comfortable enough to send to my clients, even though we haven't met in person, we never got on a Zoom call, we never got on a phone call. This is what happened to me. And I'm going to give you a walkthrough of how that happened. So again, 2018, the year before I moved, what I did was I, you know, marketed with a couple of venues, um, some photographers, wedding planners, videographers, like I mentioned before. But those people that I was just like testing out a strategy, it actually ended up in me having 36 referrals in the very beginning of the year because I tested out these strategies like right around the same time frame, so around the holidays before New Year's. So what ended up happening was I got 36 referrals from high price premium venues from planners and photographers and their clients were saying like, hey, we want to book you for a wedding. We want to go ahead and secure your team. And this was happening back to back to back while I was still in Charleston. So I had to make a decision that I shared with my, my boyfriend, not my husband now, but I had to share you know, a conversation with them. I'm like, like, we have direct referrals coming from other locations. Um, What's your idea on, you know, possibly moving or staying here, getting to see like what his ideas were. And after we decided to move, then I was able to start honing down more on those other local professionals. So when you are giving them something to look at, when you are connecting with them, right, that looks like a couple of things, depending on your personality. For me, I love to get in my Instagram stories. Um, I really have to build the confidence in myself to um, get in my videos because I was very shy. I was very in my show. I still kind of am depending on the day, but I got into my Instagram stories and I started to be different, right, than everybody else in my location, right? So even think about it from your client's perspective, right? If I am a 
wedding planner and I have a bride and she doesn't know who she wants to book for hair and makeup, me as a vendor, I'm going to give her a list of maybe five or six other hair and makeup teams in the area. Now, what is that bride going to do? That bride is going to go down the list. She's going to go and check out your Instagram or check out your Facebook or check out whatever platform that you are on. And she is now weaning out her options. Okay, I'm going to connect with them. Mm, they're not my cup of tea. I'm not going to connect with them. But you want to start thinking about the client journey. What is actually happening when they are now reaching out to the other vendors and venue owners who are recommending you? They're going to go and check you out. So give them something to pay attention to, right? Just because we have a business online and we show up on social media, that does not mean that we are um, we have to demand someone's attention. We have to gain their attention, right? So how you gain their attention is how you show up, how you show your expertise, how you communicate, and how you lead those clients who have no idea about what the bridal hair and makeup process is supposed to look like, educate them, right? So let's do a pause right quick because what I had to get over during this time was feeling like I was annoying at my followers, right? And I hear this a lot with a lot of people who I, um, you know, connect with. They don't want to sound annoying. They don't always want to be promoting. They don't always want to be marketing. They just want to kind of like have their area and like just kind of vibe, right? But here's what I want to let you know. You started a business to make money, right? You also started a business so that you can have freedom and flexibility in your calendar, right? So in order for you to do that, you have to get uncomfortable. So me showing up in my Instagram stories and being an expert, talking about our process, talking about our past clients' experience, this is how we were able to now turn those new venue owners that started to follow us on social media, new planners and photographers that we were reaching out with our community-based marketing strategy. Now they're seeing us show up and educate and be a leader in that area. You know what that's going to do? Make them refer you even more, right? And notice, I'm not talking about ads. I'm not talking about, you know, doing giveaways. I'm not talking about, you know, anything that requires money. All of this requires time, effort, and dedication right so that's just what i wanted to say there but once i actually gave them something to look at this made it easier for people in a new area who had no idea about my business it, it made it easier for them to to pay me you know even though my prices might be a little bit you know expensive than other people in the area it didn't matter because how i was showing up and their planner recommended us and their venue uh, recommended us as well i want you to really start thinking deeper into what is actually happening on the client side right so that was tip number two but here's like a side note, tip number two, point C, right? I want you to be very mindful of you using other people's selling style as inspiration. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of amazing people who show up online and they have their own unique way that they create templates or how they have, you know, their before and afters for their clients or the colors they use or the graphics they use. Try and be as unique to your brand, your brand colors, you know, the verbiage that you use because this is going to help you stand out even more. One of the things that I love to do with my clients is survey them, right? And I survey them in a multiple, you know, like multiple ways, right? So I had a client yesterday and she was having a trial run. And one of the things that I asked her was, you know, what was your process like when you were trying to find, you know, hair and makeup? And she told me it was stressful. She said it was stressful because she said everyone kind of had the same aesthetic. Um, she said everybody really just kind of like pushed the proposal out without really having a connection. And that really turned her off from a lot of people. So when you are trying to establish yourself in new areas, I want you to remember that each location might require a different approach, right? And I was having this conversation with someone that did a bridal strategy session with me. She's originally from California, but she actually moved to the South. So from the North and from the South, the way that sometimes, uh, the way that people operate sometimes are completely different. She said the brides up North, they were just like, I need the information now, right? The brides down South, they want a little bit more of a personal connection. They want to know you, like you, trust you, right? This is how we make it easier for us 
to actually get paid faster. So when you know these things, it's going to help you so much to fine tune the internal language of your of your templates, the language of your content, how you get into your Instagram stories and start to talk about your, your brand, your experience, and all of the things which makes it easier for people in those new areas to trust you, right? So I just wanted to give you that little tip because it's very huge. And this is also something that I'm going to be giving you some scripts some templates um, and some other additional resources at my December 20th workshop. And it's called um, 2023 Ready Planning Workshop. Literally, early bird tickets are still available. The price went up just a little bit. It's going to be on the 28th. But if you want to know how to secure a ticket, just message me on Instagram at Beauty and the Network and just a workshop, and I'll give you all the details. So aside from that, you're going to get templates. I can't share all the templates and you know what to say and how to you know talk about your brand, your process, your, your services, and how to really use um, those reviews in a way where you are really giving somebody a Netflix kind of preview, but in your Instagram story. You want to entertain people. You want to catch their attention. Remember, we just can't assume that just because that we have, you know, uh, a business, that that means somebody has to pay attention to us. We have to gain their attention and their trust. And that's how we do it. So the third thing that I want to talk about is sales, right? So if you're in a new area, just like I mentioned, if you're from Cali and if you're moving down to um, an area in the South, your sales might start to be a little bit sporadic. Something that I've been hearing a lot lately is, you know, by the pros who had like a huge boom, um, you know, with bookings, you know, after the pandemic, but going into 2023, their bridal beauty calendar is looking a little bit slim. And it might be because you need to assess your sales process. Now, one thing I like to do is try and make things, you know, not overwhelming because when you're overwhelmed, you're most likely not going to be a pet weight. Yes, you're out, so excited. But one thing that you want to do is make it non-overwhelming. So whenever I'm looking at my sales process, I break it down. I look at my inquiry process. How many people are actually going into my inquiry process, right? And then I have my sales process. How many of those inquiries are actually turning into sales? And then after my sales process is, you know, how many people are actually looking to pay me, you know, on time, right? So when you break it down that way, it's going to be so much more easier for you to actually focus on your inquiry process and the words that you are saying up until sending a proposal. Someone was saying how, you know, the process um, of the quickening, you know, just giving the brides the details, it no longer works for them in their new area because where they are, those brides value connection. They value, you know, like, take your time and get to know me, right? It's like a first date. They're not just going to be like, take my money. They want to know that you care about, you know, what's going on, you know, within individually, right? So you want to shift your approach, right? 100, yes, you want to shift your approach. And the way that you do that, um, I have my own personal framework um, and step, uh, step-by-step um, process that I actually take my clients through in a three-step process for any single automation or system that you create. And that is build the process, test the process, automate the process, right? And what I want to say about these three steps is a lot of people think, oh man, I got to start over from scratch. You're not starting over from scratch. Do not put yourself out by saying that, right? You're not starting from scratch. You are enhancing what you already have. Right? So when you go at it at that perspective, it's not going to feel so daunting. So obviously, you already built, you already built the process, right? So you just got to go back to test the process or test it. Other than trying to force something to work that you see is needing a little bit of improvement. So how you test this out, it might require you to sit down, you know, purchase some templates or whatever it is, right? Um, but you can purchase some templates and actually use those templates for fine tuning it. And maybe you can increase A, this version, increase B, that version, increase C, this version. So you can see what is actually getting you the quickest results in the short amount of time, right? I am very analytical, and this is how I have approached creating systems and processes in my business. That's a very simplified, that's very foolproof because you are literally only seeing, okay, what version is working? Okay, I see that this is working. Let's go ahead and weed out everything else that's not getting us a result, right? We want to be 
very intentional about our time. And a way that we can do that is actually making data-driven decisions, right? So we are making decisions based off of results and, uh, and uh, stats, right? Versus, ah, they're not doing it. Let me just get more leads, right? We want to make your decisions off of numbers, right? So after we have done that, we go to test it, automate it. Um, now you can see, you know, why are most people not going through my inquiry phase? Why are some people not going through, you know, this template, right? How can I actually, you know, help this? But what happens when you actually start focusing on this is it's going to make it easier for you to actually get those inquiries, get those leads, get those sales, so that you can actually start taking on those clients in your new area, right? So as a quick little recap, community. Community is the quickest way for you to grow that you literally create brand investors for your business because a crew of people can grow faster than just one person trying to promote their business, right? I had to learn that the hard way as an introvert and extrovert. And, you know, once I really leaned into, you know, building up a community around my brand in those new areas that I like to build a team in, that I wanted to expand my brand into, it became very easy for me to get consistently for those clients. Even though I did not physically go to that, then you didn't go to, you know, a coffee date with that player, with that photographer. You don't have to be in those areas. You can literally do everything in your living room, on your couch in message, right? And like I said, um, for my workshop, I do have templates, scripts, um, the step-by-step strategy of how you can find people um, to network with the right people, the right venues, the right photographers, so that you can start building your own community um, if you want to just, you know, revamp your brand where you are in your hometown or if you're looking for fans, right? So two benefits there. Um, the second part was actually, you know, giving people who are now, you know, getting introduced to your brand through a DM or a message or whatever it is, giving something to pay attention to. And this is by you stepping into your leadership role your CEO role of you actually communicating your services, the values, um, how you actually, um, you know, take your clients from not knowing what look they're going to do or, you know, how to actually go through your writing and planning process and leading them seamlessly in an amazing client experience, right? So after we have done that and we started to sell um, in our Instagram stories and really, um, you know, utilize our own personality in a way that's really going to build our know, like, and trust factor in a new area, it's going to be easy for those people when they do reach out that they're going to convert a little bit faster because now they know you like you and trust you from you already selling online by educating about your brand. So the third thing was sales. If you see that what used to work for you up there is no longer working for you down here, now we know exactly what areas of our business should we look at so that we can actually start shifting um, you know, our communication so that we actually book clients more consistently in this new area, right? And I talked about my build test automate, um, how I have my little process that really helps you um, simplify the process of, you know, fine tuning your automation in your system. So Aside from that, I'm pumped up. Like I was mentioning, my December 28th uh, workshop is going to be a ton of fun. It's going to be amazing. I am going to be having so many templates, so many sales scripts, so many this is how you can sell in your Instagram stories, different ways to talk about your brand, your values, your aesthetic, and really turn it into like a mini Netflix series. I'm going to be giving you some templates, my friend. And I don't really do a lot of writing because I'm type of queen, but when I do, please know that it's going to be amazing, okay? So I'm super excited. If you want to know how you can tag um, a ticket for that at early uh, early bird rate, just send me um, a DM here on Instagram um, at Media in the Network and just say workshop, and I will tell you all about the tickets. Um, but second thing is, enrollment is going to be closing for my membership in course next week on Tuesday. So my membership of course is basically um, an amazing community where you, as a new vital beauty pro, hair or makeup artist, you are going to be able to start creating some momentum in your business so that you can have consistent four-figure sales months as a solo artist, as a solo artist. And some of the tips that I just shared with you today, we're going to be talking about that plus more. We're going to be talking about the first week all about how you can create a profitable bridal beauty package so that 
that you hit your income goals faster with less clients, okay, because we're about sustainability over here, but you hit your goal faster with less clients, how you can build up your, your referral network, how you can have intentional retainer ideas so that you can create a retainer payment system that actually helps you stay secure when it comes to your money, right? I don't really operate how a lot of other people operate. Um, I don't get paid on, um, you know, the, the day of the wedding. Um, I actually get paid three months in advance. So I'm going to be talking about so many different sustainable um, ways that you can set up the back end of business so that you can be financially set as a solo writer artist. But you can literally just go to my Instagram uh, link in my bio so that you can actually see the curriculum, see what's going to be going over, see how we're going to be talking about timelines, organizing client details, and so many other things. And if you have a question for me about my workshop, or uh, my membership is free to reach out to me anytime. Um, I am slow when it comes to uh, answering my DM messages because they get crazy, but I always take my time and respond back. So if you have any questions for me about today's live, just send me a message and I will answer them for you. But other than that, bye, my friends.